presented by Amazon. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman Avalon. It's Tuesday, and this is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. President Joe Biden summoned progressives to a Zoom session to deliver a simple message about infrastructure negotiations per a senior White House official. He told them that the endpoint would be about $2 trillion, and he wanted their input on what it should look like. It's part of a week-long project by Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer to let it gradually sink in that the reconciliation bill will be dramatically scaled back. But... Nobody we talked to left the roughly 90-minute call with a detailed understanding of what might be cut or how the new top line would be achieved. Representative Catherine Clark moderated, calling on the other 11 members one by one, starting with Representative Pramila Jayapal, who described for Biden her five buckets of priorities for the bill. The emphasis, according to one House Democrat, was much more on the policies they want to be included in the reconciliation bill, not the ones they're willing to scrap. Said someone familiar with the call, there wasn't a lot of movement on how we narrow it. There were discussions about the trade-offs between funding fewer programs for longer periods of time or more programs for shorter stints in the hopes they'll prove popular and be renewed by future Congresses. A few of our colleagues here at Politico report that the, quote, White House expressed openness to means test certain policies like free community college to pare down the package's size. But... The main purpose was to convince progressives of political reality. Biden spent a lot of time trying to explain how difficult it's been to deal with Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, said one House Democrat who was in the meeting. It was a blunt conversation. Biden is getting more and more frustrated. The source familiar with the discussion added that Biden said things like, I hear your frustration. You don't have to talk to them as much as I have to talk to them. But then using it to get progressives to come down, like, quote, this is as far as these folks will go. Today on the virtual meeting docket, a group of Democratic House moderates get their chance to speak with Biden. After his meeting with moderates, Biden will pause the intra-party diplomacy and fly to a swing district in Michigan to promote his agenda. Administration officials have been exasperated that the Build Back Better plan has been defined by its price tag rather than its mostly popular component pieces and hope the trip will begin to change that. Most politicians want to believe that it's possible to use the bully pulpit to rally the public behind their agenda. But there's a decades-long history of research that shows it almost never works. In fact, it often backfires because a big presidential policy speech can sometimes serve to do more to harden the opposition against his policy than to persuade voters to change their minds. George C. Edwards of Texas A&M in Oxford, who wrote the book on the subject, said in an email that the goal of modern presidents is, quote, to leverage public opinion to obtain backing for their proposals in Congress. But most Republicans are impervious to his entreaties. Biden's predecessors, from Ronald Reagan to Donald Trump, suffered the same outcome. They could not move the public. But there's still a reason to do it. While presidents struggle to move the public in a way that pushes Congress to act, they can sometimes boost their own approval rating by associating themselves with popular policies. And that can strengthen Biden's hand with Congress in that inside game that awaits him back in D.C. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 10.15, Biden will meet virtually with House Democrats to discuss the BIF and BBB. At 11.30, Biden will depart the White House to head to Michigan, where he's scheduled to arrive at 1.55. At 4.30, Biden will depart Michigan to head back to the White House, where he's scheduled to arrive at 6.40. Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will gaggle aboard Air Force One and route to Michigan. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. 
At 6 p.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will participate in a virtual finance event for the DNC. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen will testify before a Commerce subcommittee at 10 a.m. The House is out today. One last thing on the calendar, the Yankees and the Red Sox face off in a one-game playoff no matter what America wins because one of these teams will lose. Oh man, I'm going to hear about that one. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogan Manavalan. Have a great Tuesday. Go Dodgers. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. The federal minimum wage has been stuck at $7.25 an hour since 2009. In the same time, food and beverage costs have increased 18%. Transportation costs up 16%, housing costs up 23%, and medical costs up 32%. In 2018, Amazon introduced a starting wage of at least $15 an hour for all U.S. employees. A new, independent study found that Amazon's wage increase produced a 2.6% increase in the average hourly wage among other employers in the same market. Learn more at aboutamazon.com slash 15.